and uh, investigative editor um, and uh, we're going to hear from him as to what happened in court today uh, where the courts have said that Trillion needs to pay back 600 million rands. Chris, thank you very much for joining us. I really appreciate your time, sir. Good evening, Aubrey. Uh, good to be on your show. That's really, really great to have you on. 600 million rands or just a little under 600 million rand needs to be paid back by Trillion. Just give us the background, the context to this particular story. Well, uh, it uh, dates back to uh, the relationship uh, between Eskom and uh, McKinsey and uh, the alleged uh, uh, contract between McKinsey and uh, Trillian, which never was. Uh, there was never a contract between uh, McKinsey and Trillian, uh, and, uh, and no work was really done uh, by Trillian, uh, but invoices, fictitious invoices were constructed uh, for work not done, uh, and Eskom uh, paid these very quickly, uh, breaking almost every rule in their book. Uh, and in fact, this judgment uh, is breathtaking in the description of uh, a complete disregard uh, for uh, governance, uh, for for contracts, uh, and for processes within Eskom. It, it speaks to a complete and utter breakdown. Uh, including uh, corrupt activities between former Eskom executives uh, and uh, McKinsey and Trillian. I mean, McKinsey have paid back their billion rand. Uh, mm. They would not have paid it back uh, if there was any justification for them keeping it. Yeah. But they paid it back because it was pure fraud. Uh, and they realized that. Sure. Uh, uh, Trillian, on the other hand, are trying desperately not to pay back the 600 million. I, I've, I've got a feeling that that 600 million has long been dispersed, mm. uh, and I doubt whether Eskin will see a cent of it. See, that, that, that's, that was going to be my next question, Chris, that yes, so, so the courts have said uh, that this money needs to be paid back, but let's get a little more practical here. Does Trillion have the money? Do they have an appetite to pay for it? And are there any, I suppose, uh, incentives for them to do so other than to say that a court somewhere in the Republic of South Africa says so? Are there any incentives that would uh, compel Trillion to actually pay? Well, I don't know the inner financial workings of, of Trillion, uh, but uh, since this whole scandal has come about, uh, to the best of my knowledge, they're not even operating as a company. Yep. Um, and I would imagine the money, as I say, has long been dispersed. Uh, and, and I think the chances of Eskom seeing any of it um, are very, very, very unlikely indeed, and that we're more likely to see the company go into uh, liquidation. Um, be that as it may, Eskom needs to uh, chase all these pennies. Uh, a 600 million rand is not a penny, of course, uh, it's, a, it's a huge amount of money, but in terms of Eskom, the scale of Eskom, when you look at Eskom's turnover of about 200 billion, yeah. when you look uh, at, the, the, for example, uh, uh, you know, Eskom's debt level of 450 billion rand, uh, then 500 million kind of doesn't seem to make much difference. If you were to look the fact that Eskom is likely to post a loss for the financial year ending 31st of March 2019, of uh, 20 billion rand plus, uh, you know, an additional uh, 500 million on the bottom line uh, doesn't make all that much yeah. difference. Yeah. Um, and just, I want to just point out another thing to try and contextualize the amount of money of 600 
million rand. You know, Eskom's municipal arrear debt at the moment, municipalities owe Eskom about uh, 20 billion rand, and this amount is growing by 600 million rand a month. A month. So, so what, what trillion has to pay is, is equal to just a month's... Um, <laughs> just a month's loss of uh, payments that Eskom gets uh, from municipalities, which they're losing every single month. So uh, I think that tries to put in context, uh, yes, 600 million rand is an enormous sum of money to you and I, uh, but in the scale of Eskom's uh, business and Eskom's losses, uh, it sort of pales into insignificance. Will that... That notion that you've just described now of the uh, the relative insignificance of this 600 million rands for Eskom's operation, will that be part of what needs to be overcome, I suppose, in the minds of those that must go ov- after the money? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this, Chris, because if that's the case, somebody who is tasked with the job of going after the 600,000 rands might say, you know what? Uh, maybe it's million. not. It's, sorry, six hundred million. Uh, maybe it's not worth the effort. Well, it, it is worth the effort of, uh, of of tracking down all this money because it all adds up. I mean, yeah. uh, I, I take my hat off to Mr. Pakamani Kharebe, who uh, has been single-minded in his determination to bring these criminals to book uh, and to recover the public money, the money, uh, our money, the customers of electricity's money, the country's yeah. money. Uh, because remember, uh, Eskom is owned by the state, and we, the citizens of South Africa, uh, are all effectively kind of shareholders of this company. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's important to go after this money, and and it all adds up. Uh, Five hundred, uh, six hundred million rand is a lot of money, uh, but uh, it needs to chase all of the money that is owing to it, including. The twenty billion, uh, the twenty billion rand from municipalities, including the twenty billion rand from Soweto businesses and residents, yeah. uh, including all the other money that has been corruptly taken uh, from Eskom, maladministration, uh, uh, you know, improper expenditure uh, and unaccounted for expenditure. It has to pursue these things uh, uh, doggedly, and I take my hat off to Mr. Kharebe for doing just that. And it must be extremely stressful. Uh, and, and it, it is a pity that his health has suffered. So we heard that today the president, uh, Sir Ramaphosa, had a meeting with members of Eskom's board at his official residence in Cape Town. Uh, apparently this was really to have some sort of, a li- of alignment in the way that Eskom is functioning. Do you think this was on the agenda or had this not perhaps come out of, uh, um, you know, in the news as far as the court's decision with regards to Trillion is concerned? I personally don't think uh, that that meeting today uh, was driven by this judgment. Uh, the two happened to take place uh, at the same time, and I think that's a, a kind of a coincidence, but I don't think they were planned. The meeting today I'm, was, I believe, in preparation for the State of the Nation address on Thursday, yep. uh, where we're expecting the president uh, to give some direction as to uh, how Eskom is going to be bailed out because Eskom's annual financials uh, for the year ending 31st of March went before the board about a week ago uh, and they have to be made public. They would normally make them public at about the end of June. 
It's three months from the financial year end, but they have actually been delayed, I believe, till about the middle of July. Uh, to, and I think that is because a plan has to be made about ensuring that Eskom uh, is a going concern, and that may require, uh, you know, an indication from government that it is prepared to provide the necessary support to its company. Uh, and so we're expecting some indication to the financial community and to the auditors. Uh, you know, that Eskom uh, does have the support of the shareholder and will uh, remain a going concern. And so we're looking for some announcement of a bailout. Yeah. Two former executives at Eskom were uh, highlighted in the magis- or the judge's uh, sort of verdict. Um, I'm not even sure how you, you, you say that when he delivered his verdict. Uh, that uh, and he spoke or spoke of Anuj Singh and uh, Matsila Koko having been very very pivotal in the facilitation of the corruption that saw Trillion get the 600 million rands. Both four trillion and those two uh, executives. Are we going to see any criminal proceedings take place, uh, Chris? Well, I don't know for sure, but I think the wheels of justice are grinding and grinding finer and finer. <coughs> and it, it, Mr. Coco and Mr. Singh have been implicated not just in this issue, but in so many issues. Time after time after time again, uh, Mr. Coco and Mr. Singh's name are very prominent in every uh, uh, you know, scandal that appears in, in, in the media. And, uh, and, and I think in due course, um, I think in due course there may be criminal uh, proceedings taken against them, bearing in mind the, the new people at the National Prosecuting Authority uh, and, and, and the Justice Department. Uh, and, and I think uh, in, in the course of time, I think uh, they will face criminal pro- prosecution. Well, uh, Chris, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Chris, thank you very much uh, for joining us. I really appreciate your time, sir. It's a great pleasure. Excellent. Chris Yelland is Managing Director and Investigative Editor at EE Publishers. Perhaps your thoughts about this. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on uh, the developments with regards to the 600 million rands that was stolen.